Hey, and welcome to Becca Babbles Podcast, the show where I will teach you to be the best version of yourself by learning about yourself, body, and the world around you, or at the very least, give you a good laugh. I'm your host, Becca. Now let's get babbling. Hello, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and today I'm going to take some time to talk about the importance of your core and why it's important to train your core. And when I say train your core, you're probably thinking of, oh, I need to do some crunches or sit-ups or some variation of that. And that's because when most people think of training their core, they think of training those six-pack muscles, which is also called your rectus abdominis, by the way. But anyways, when I first started my, quote, fitness journey, I was super obsessed with getting those six-pack muscles like most people are because I thought it would make me fit, athletic, and cool. But then as I've been on my fitness journey, I've started to realize my core is a lot more important than that. In the fitness industry, there's this big importance on having these popping out abs. But like I said, your core is so much more than these six squares that you wanna show off at the beach. But so that you can fully understand the importance of your entire core, I wanted to explain exactly what it is. So your core is your entire midsection. It is made up of your back, your sides, and the front of your stomach. And they all have different purposes, but mainly it's created to stabilize your spine through movement and allow your body to bend and transfer loads through what's called flexion and extension. This could be from side to side, or this could be from the middle. So if you're thinking of bending from side to side, think of when you're lowering your shoulder down to like the ground, that would be flexion to the side. And then if you're thinking of the middle, think of like bending at your belly button. So you're bringing your ribs closer to your pelvis or your hips. When you think of your core muscles, these muscles are divided into two separate categories because they do two separate functions for the most part. They're divided into your global and local muscles. Local muscles are known for stabilizing your spine through movement or just maintaining your posture when you're supposed to be sitting up straight while you're typing at the computer. These are muscles that are either within your vertebra, which are the bones that make up your spine, or they're right next to it. So when you think of these muscles, think of Legos, or I like to think of them as Legos. When you stack Legos up, you're able to stack them up pretty tall because they have these bulges on the top of the Legos, and they're able to insert into the holes that are in the bottom of the Legos. So you're able to stack them up taller compared to like if you were using Jenga blocks or just regular blocks and trying to stack a tower up eventually that tower is going to start to falter and fall over and fall over the floor and then you get really sad because you're like I wanted to build a really tall tower (laughs) Um, but when you stack with Legos you're able to stack them a lot taller and this is the same thing with your local muscles of your spine it's able to keep those bones stacked together even through motion Now, the thing is, is your spine is way more fluid than a stack of blocks, but I think you get the idea where 
it's stabilizing your spine so that it can stay in the correct posture while it's doing different things. Your local muscles of the spine are your rotators, your multifidus muscles, your transverse abdominis, which is also called your TVA, your diaphragm, your pelvic floor, and your quadratus laborums. These muscles are not as, quote, sexy as your global muscles, but I would argue to say that they are way more important than your global muscles, especially when you're first starting training because you want to build that solid foundation of stability. Now, your global muscles are also important. They tend to be your larger muscles, which perform more functional tasks like pushing, pulling, squatting, walking, or those hundred crunches that you want to do before a pool party so you get that nice muscle pump <laughs> back to those six-pack abs. Um, but these muscles are your transverse abdominis, your erector spinae, your internal and external obliques, and your lats. Now, I was pretty shocked when I heard that my lats were part of my core, but then again, it goes back to thinking your core is your entire midsection and your back is part of your core, and it's not just those front six-pack muscles. Anyways, the main goal of your global muscles is to transfer load from your upper and lower parts of your body. So, for example, when you are doing a crunch, you're bringing your upper body closer to your lower body. Or if you have a weight in your hands, think of moving that closer to your lower body. But the local and global muscles are both important, and they help build a strong foundation and develop your core. But if you develop one without the other, you might start running into problems. For example, when I was studying for my personal trainer's test, I was listening to the NASM podcast with Rick Ritchie, and he was talking about how he wanted to demonstrate to a group of people how important your core is. So he decided to pick this guy who seemed like he had the strongest core in the gym because he had this nice developed six-pack abs. So he picked him and he told him to stick his arm out. And he just told him to relax his muscles and he pushed down on his arm and showed that it went straight down. But then he told him to contract his core and do the same exact thing except when he started pushing down on his arm, he could feel that his arm started to go down. But for the purpose of the demonstration, he barely touched his arm, which I don't think was a great idea because then he explains how the, he put people into groups and someone else had done it to this other guy and his arm went straight down and he didn't understand why his arm was going down. And this was because he had built up his global muscles of his core through training and then also through dieting was able to show them off but he didn't build up those local core muscles by practicing stabilization exercises. He also was wearing a weight belt so I will get to that later but that can also affect your stability of your core. This is important for people to understand because more and more people are developing back pain 
or back problems. And some people think it's just because they're getting older, but I'd like to defend that and say that more and more young people are starting to have back pain. So they either take pain medication or worse, they decide to wear a weight belt, corsets, or back brace all day. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand weight belts have their place in powerlifting and Olympic weightlifting, but most athletes just wear them for their big lifts and competitions. They're not walking around the gym all day and wearing them for bicep curls or just showing off their cool design or whatever. The reason why they don't do this is because your core muscles will start to atrophy. And this means that your core muscles will start to break down and weaken. If you think of having a cast or if you know anyone who's had a cast before, they wear this cast for a long time on like, let's say their leg. And when you take off that cast, you look at your leg and you're just like, oh my goodness, my leg looks tiny compared to my other leg that didn't have the cast. And this is because your muscles start to break down and weaken. So that whole saying of if you don't use it, you lose it. It's really true here because your body is always adapting. It's adapting to the stress you put on it and the stress you don't put on it. So if your body thinks, okay, I don't need to develop or maintain this strength to function in my daily life, then your muscles of your spine, for example, if you're wearing a weight belt or corset or brace, your body doesn't want to waste the energy to maintain that strength or muscle because it wants to be as efficient as possible. As possible. So when I think about this, my heart really goes out to all those girls or guys who think they need to wear a corset to have that hourglass shape or think they need to be smaller in general. Yes, your midsection may become smaller, but at what cost? Your muscles hold you upright, and when you wear a corset, they will start to become smaller and weaker, and you may start experiencing back pain or increase your chances of injury just so that you can look good for what, an Instagram post or a party? But like I said before, when I first started training my core, all I cared about was having those six-pack abs. I thought it meant that I would actually become a more fit person and that I'd be a good athlete. So I started doing all those Pinterest workouts or Instagram workouts. I'm pretty sure I had a folder full of all of them and did at least like three every night. I started cutting my calories and hoping that I would develop these six-pack abs that meant I worked hard and that I was worth something. But in actuality, it caused me to become more frustrated with myself every time I looked in the mirror and lift up my shirt and thought I was getting fatter and thought I was worthless and that I was a, that I was a failure because I thought my abs were going away. But the truth is, is all I was doing was making my recovery harder in the first place. And then I was putting value on one part of my body. And I was preventing myself from getting stronger in the gym, and I was not valuing my core for what it actually is. And also, I was, like I was saying, I was only focusing on one part of my body. So I was 
so focused on my core that I didn't realize the other areas of my body that I was affecting, like my heart, like how my arms were like super tiny or how I looked sick. And this kind of plays into the area of having body dysmorphia, which I can do an episode on that. That might actually be a good idea. But I thought that I was so fat because I didn't have these six pack abs that I didn't realize how sick I actually was. And or when before that, how I was just a growing kid and I looked like a normal human being and I just had these high expectations for myself that I thought I needed to put on myself when in actuality I didn't. But now when I look at my core or my stomach, I think of how strong and stable it is. I think of all the movements in the gym that I'm capable of because my core helps prevent injury and increases my performance. There's actually a study that was done with a randomized controlled trial that had female high school athletes perform four weeks of core stability training. And they compared them to individuals who did four weeks of plyometric training. And both of these groups produced the same decreased forces on their knees during jump landing. So when you hear this, this just means that the girls who worked on st stabilizing their core helped prevent knee injuries, which is a common injury for growing, developing females. I also think of how I don't have to deal with as much back pain or hopefully won't in the future. Because again, there was a, another study that was done on 103 young kayak slash canoeing athletes who were at high risk for developing lower back pain. F they had 50 athletes who did six months of preventative core training. And the author found that the ones who had improved or worked on the core training had improved strength of their abdominals, low back, back muscles, motor control, and resting positions compared to those who did not train their core muscles. So the next time you're beating yourself up because you can't see your six-pack abs, because everyone has them, by the way, or because you think your midsection is too big, focus on, on, focus on all the things that your core actually does for you. And you don't have to go to the gym and lift weights like I do to appreciate your core. Your core is so important just for daily life. Like I said, it's good for improving your posture so you don't have that lower back pain when you are typing at the computer all day. It also allows you to pick up your kids and carry that super heavy backpack through school, which I don't think backpacks are that heavy anymore because... Most textbooks are on laptops and you probably type your notes on a computer. I don't know. I don't know very many people who still write them, but I think you get my point. Your core is important just for you going through your daily life. And I just want this to be a reminder that you can appreciate your core 
even though it's not going to be displayed on some magazine because that's not what your core was made for. Your core wasn't made to be fantasized about. Your core wasn't made to be this model. It was made to keep you stable and keep you from preventing injuries and allowing you to perform all the daily tasks that you want to do and activities that you want to do. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and you got some value out of it. If you did, please share it on your social media and tag me at Rebecca.8 or send it to a friend that you think might need to hear this. If you have any questions or topics you want me to talk about, feel, feel free to share them with me on Instagram or email me at BeccaBabblesPodcast at gmail.com. And I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.